It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay, now we're going to be singing page 190 out of the old school hymnal. And then we'll be monitoring our chat room to make sure we don't miss anyone who might come in and join, join us. <clears throat> 190. <clears throat> I love thy kingdom, Lord, the house of thine abode, the church our blessed Redeemer, safe with its own precious love. I love thy church, O God, her walls before thee stand. Here as the apple of thine eye, and brave on my hand. For her my tears shall fall, for her my prayers shall sing. To her my cares and toils be, till toil and care shall end. Bring my highest joy, I prize her heavenly ways. Her sweet communion, solemn dust, her hymns of love and praise. Jesus, our friend divine, our Savior and our King. Thy hand from every snare and hook shall break deliverance bring. Silver as thy truth shall last, to Zion shall be given. The brightest glories earth in you, and brighter bliss of heaven. <clears throat> now, it seems I'm we're tired tonight. We had a real long day today. Uh, Mark had, we took Mark <clears throat> to get his lab work done today, his blood work and everything, and that's always a stressful thing. The myriad mounds of paperwork you have to go through. And <clears throat> but I must say, the people were really nice that we dealt with and so on. We also took Mark and Rosette. I took Mark and Rosette to look down Devil's State Park. And I hate the name of that, but it's a beautiful place. I sent out some pictures to a few people of that park. Show the falls. were really beautiful today. <laughs> Page 67, Psalm 36b. It is, we're going to sing that. <clears throat> So Mark's consequently, he came home and he just crashed. 
it's always very stressful for him when he has to go and have his blood work done. Uh, poor guy, <clears throat> I feel for him, but he did really well. The Lord was really helping today with him. Thy mercy, Lord, extends Thy faithfulness is gone. Thy justice is like mounds of God. Thy judgment stands divine. Lord, thou preservest many. Our precious God, thy grace, beneath the shadow of our wings, Pray with the bounty of life shall be well satisfied from rivers full of life. Thou dost their dreams alive because the fountain filled with life is only found with thee and in that purest light. We clearly light shall see to them that know me evermore. Thy loving time show, and still on men of our prayer, thy righteousness bestow. Let not the good of pride crush me. Nor wicked and be Their evil do worse fall. They cannot rise again. <clears throat> well, we're going to sing um, the last. Uh, actually, it's Page 94. <clears throat> I like this song a lot. Talking about not putting your trust in anything other than Christ. Psalm 147a. Praise ye the Lord, for it is good. Praise to our God to sing. It is a comely thing. The Lord builds such a mission. Praise back her captive sons. Reminds of all their wounds and years. Counts the number of the stars, he names them every one. Our Lord is great and great enough, his wisdom search can none. The Lord of hosts and beacon brings the wicked to Praise the Lord our God, with hearts His praises sound, who covers the heavens with us, 
Well, on that first page, uh, we uh, started at the top. And that, that's what I tell the uh, free will people, that, that your idea of salvation must start at the top and work down and not from the ground and working up. In other words, they start, right. at, they start with man and his decision, and, and that's the key that opens the kingdom of God to them by their choice of Christ. And then they receive the power of the Holy Spirit to continue on to glory. But that's not the true gospel. So if you start at the top with God's election, then you see it's God's choice. If he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, we weren't even there. We had no choice at all in that. So that's where we need to start at the top. So we look briefly at man's condition because of the fall of Adam. The whole human race is condemned and under the wrath of God for sin. And then we look more at the idea of God choosing his elect um, and God gives gives them to his son as a bride and his son comes to the earth to purchase them, to redeem them, to, to buy them back from the, the Satan who owned them and had legal possession over them. And that the, the arrangement was that, that Christ would offer his blood as the sacrifice for their sins and that all of their sins were washed away by the blood of Christ, not anybody else's sins. And this is Amen. so important. This is so important. You know, if you just let the scriptures teach us and, and the human carnal reasoning back away and just set aside your own thoughts for a minute and listen to what God is saying, then you're going to be wise uh, unto salvation. That's what the scripture says. So <laughs> I just thank God that, you know, I, I was riding high in the world, and I thought I had all the answers. But when I read the Bible, I found out I better get quiet. I, I, right. I, I had better set aside what I think is reasonable and what makes sense. I just better listen to God. And, and that was his grace on me, to shut me up and to right. bring me to a point where I would give him my attention. And I just thank God. So, and let's see, down at the bottom of page one, uh, the Holy Spirit applies a redemption package to the objects of God's everlasting love. Those that he chose to save, he gives them the graces to get to glory. And then we looked on the second page tonight, we're going to look at what are those graces. Uh, and they're numbered there, uh, uh, quickening or regeneration, being made alive from being dead. And then having faith to believe uh, in Christ and repentance, the godly sorrow, not the, not the sorrow of the world, which works death, that we can all have that. But we can only have a godly sorrow when it's given to us in this package of redemption. And justification, we looked at that a little bit, and we're going to look at that some more tonight. And sanctification, because some some have said, and you perhaps have heard, Larry, that Justification is a monergistic, it's a God alone work in saving the elect. But sanctification is a synergistic work that we cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We'll talk a little bit about that because I don't want to say that it is up to us to be sanctified or not because all of the elect are sanctified. Right, right. And so that's important to remember. But we are to not grieve and quench the Holy Spirit. And when we do that, we're fighting against the very sanctification that the Holy Spirit would work in us. So 
So, and we'll well, that's, talk a, that's a good point. That's a very good point. And I think yeah, okay. I think that's left out of um, a lot of um, a lot of the sovereign grace and and those who hold the doctrine of election. Uh, the aspect of our <clears throat> our duty, okay? Because the yes. moment you mention the, mo- the moment you mention duty, uh, yeah, people right. want to start. Take, a lot of people want to take a hike, but we're not saying that this duty comes from us. We're right, saying right. this is this is God working in us to do His His pleasure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because right away they cry works works. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but but we're not we're not at all equating that with the justification we have by faith alone. Exactly. But but like the reformers said, we're saved by faith, but not a faith that is alone. And then, right. then J- James makes it clear that if you don't have works with your faith, then you don't have genuine faith. Right. So, yeah. So yeah, I think James even goes so far as to say that if you don't have Works, you don't have any faith at all. So that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know a lot. And you know Luther. Luther had a. I've read quite a bit of Luther, and he had a lot of struggle with James. You know, in yeah. his in his theological perspective. But I think that right. as he got older and as he began to see things play out, I think he probably softened to James. I want to welcome Linda Freeman, who has joined us as well. Welcome, Linda, tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait a minute. That looks like that is Louise. Is that simple? Uh, so she must be in her. Uh, she must still be on the road, not back oh, home okay. yet. Well, so, but hi, anyway, Louise. no. I, I'm glad yeah. you brought up that point. That's kind of been an area that I've had to work through as well, especially mm-hmm. coming out of the, the holiness uh, background, as you know. I have. Mm-hmm. I've had to. I've had to kind of re rethink and restudy the Bible on this, and I think you're right on target for bringing it up. I think, uh, you know, we see in sanctification uh, not only, it's a, I think it's a twofold aspect. That, you know, we know we're mm-hmm. set apart by God, right. but oftentimes the other part is kind of left out, and yes. <clears throat> I think that that's an area that as long as we're clear with folks to you know that they they realize that 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 teaching on sanctified living a sanctified life is a part and parcel of being elected okay. yes 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 absolutely so, yeah. yeah okay well yeah. listen uh we were already recording i i recorded earlier because i started the program uh, early because rosette and i um we wanted to sing a couple uh, we sang a, a hymn and we sang a couple songs. Mm-hmm. And Rosette, Rosette's here with me tonight, and she's tired too after our ordeal with uh, take, taking Mark for all of his lab and blood work and everything. <clears throat> but anyway, um, Mark, uh, why don't you just give us your overview of last time, uh, kind of some things you pulled out of the study? Um. That one oh, I, guess I, I guess I kind of switched off the spot. I'm sorry, but uh-huh. um, I didn't mean to put you off the spot. But I, I, I kind of wanted to get your 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 in, input as far as um, you know this whole the whole aspect of God's plan in salvation. That's another thing I really liked what Kevin said earlier 
you uh-huh. hear a lot about God has a plan for your life, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not really a a conclusive plan. It's a potential plan, and and your eternal salvation is based upon you, not on on God's plan. Right. And, uh, anyway, mm-hmm. do you have any any comments, Mark? Um, that, that's right. Yes, they 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 have a vague presentation that you could have a wonderful life with God and what they're not and what they're not telling people is what's happening in your life right now is the plan of God and that if you are one of his elect you will come to Christ right right Without a... oh, I think that's really true you know and also I, I think oftentimes the evangelists, you know, the Armenian evangelists, will get up in front of two or three thousand people and they'll make this general statement: "God has a wonderful plan for your life," and mm-hmm. and they don't they don't know who who who's in that audience. They don't know who God's elect are, no, and they're okay. just they're automatically concluding that everyone in the audience is God's elect. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Now, see, they say the plan is that God put Jesus on the cross. Right. And and, and that's the plan, that, that God did everything he can do. Now it's up to you if you want to be in, in the plan. Well, yeah. the, tr- the, truth, the, truth, the truth is he, he chose the ones that are going to be in the plan. The plan. And, and that, that the opposition can't stand that idea. You know? That's right. But and that's where we just have to back away and say, "All right, Lord, you you speak, and we'll listen." You know, that's and right. He, and there there are people that are going to hear this program, and they're going to say, "Oh, wow, those people are way off." You know, it, it's a it's a question of whether the Holy Spirit will give you understanding or not. You know, yes, I, I we like, just had yeah. we just have had three more guests join us. I want to. Okay. Uh, welcome, uh, John, from Toronto. Welcome, John. We're always glad to have you. And also, we have guest seven, who's just joined us. And we have another another guest from California. And I'm assuming, and I may be wrongfully assuming, that that's Christopher. Is that right, Christopher? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. okay. Hey, Chris. Hi. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, with that, I'm going to kind of turn it over now. Like um, Kevin said, we have we've kind of gone full circle, and now we're on page two of it. And you all have that you have that sent to you. But uh, where are we actually starting right now on page two? Uh, kind of help us out here, Kevin. Direct us. Okay. Well, right now, because you've already had the tape running, so I already went over the uh, regeneration and the faith repentance justification. So, so uh, let's see. Um, All right, we'll we'll go down to that second paragraph where it talks about John Calvin's quote, and I want I want to deal with that a little bit. Okay. He, He says God's will is simple. And that the paradox or, or the puzzle or the misunderstanding that we have, the seeming discrepancies between the so-called secret will and the revealed will is only in our understanding of Scripture. 
not the expressed will, and I should say the decree of God, because everything that he's planned and purposed in eternity past is all going to take place in time, and, and, and nothing, nothing has changed in that. And God's not waiting on man to, to give God his go-ahead to do what man has uh, capitulated to or, or surrendered to. In other words, God has the plan already go- going, and no man can turn his hand away from it. Now, that quote should end there, the express will of God, the end, the end of quote right there, because I added, he has ordained some for damnation and others for glory. This okay. alone, yeah, this alone has to do with God's purpose, not that they were either good or bad. Now, this, this is so hard to, to accept if you're, trying to, if you're trying to reason and you're trying to put your carnal thoughts into what God is saying. You, you can't compete with God. You must back away and you must listen to him because the word will open up to you if you bow to him, you see, and, and he requires that you do so. Or otherwise, you'll never hear him. And, and, of course, he has to give you the grace to bow, and that, that's what our salvation is about. He's humbled us. He's broken us, you see, and he's caused us to yield to him, and that's why we hear him and others don't. So this only has to do with God's purpose, not that they were either good or bad. And that's talked about in Romans 9 with Jacob and Esau. So let's look for a second. And Chris, I'd like you to comment a little bit. Why does the opposition or the Arminians say that, that the salvation of the election is a great mystery and we can't understand it? What, what? What is it that we can't understand about God's election? Isn't it made very clear to us in his word that he, he simply chose some and overlooked others? Well, are you, are you with me? me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we all came in with that kind of outlook, but uh, uh, more succinctly, the, the, the narrow that question down, please. Well, the question was, how do we say to a free willer, the Armenian, that God is sovereign. And they'll, they'll quickly say, oh, yeah, God is sovereign. <laughs> it's just that they give a, a different understanding and a different meaning of the word than, than we give it, you know. But if God has chosen the elect before the foundation of the world, why does the free willer have such a problem accepting that their will was not in that decision? before the foundation of the world. They didn't even, even it didn't even exist. They weren't even there. Well, how can they, right. how, can they ins- how can they insist that they have an option in this plan of salvation? Well they're going on they the be- non they're going on the yeah. non assumption of, of the of the non existence of uh, 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 predetermination by God. They they undermine God by yeah. leaving it up to themselves. They are so at loss for scripture, really. Right. Yeah. I would have to say that's a, that's pretty much it. They they won't uh, even though these words are in the Bible and right. so forth. They won't. Yes. They'll only really basically only go by what their 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 lame street preacher preaches yeah. to them. And if right. he's wrong, then he's going to skew it all the way down the line and it'll be off uh, an inch here at the start but it'll be off a mile down down the way isn't that something 
You know, there's a verse in the Old Testament that talks about the Lord's word being a plumb bob. And I, I forget where that is, but it's a, like a plumb line. I think that's the very word that's used. A plumb line. Yeah. And my father taught me the importance of that plumb line because when a carpenter is building something, he wants it vertical. He, he, he takes a string uh, with a weight on the end of it and he holds it until that weight stops spinning or moving and it settles. And then he can line his bricks or his, you know, his, his construction of a chimney or something. He can line it up and, and that's the plumb line. And that guarantees a perfect vertical. Well, this, God's word must be perfect. It has to be perfect. And if you start off crooked, you can only go like the Tower of Pisa. You can get more crooked as you go up. You know? Is that what you were you going to go there anyway, or how, how did I have insight into where you were going? If that was the case, well, you, you know, we're both thinking along the same lines. I'm sure. You know. <laughs> well, praise God. Yeah, praise the Lord is right. But no, so, I, I didn't get into that, but that lack of that lack of. Uh, understanding uh, of the, the doctrine of free of uh, of uh, uh, God's perfect doctrine of free grace and the and yeah, the implications yeah. which are also called I guess some people construe them as the, the five points of Calvinism I don't give a cent to Calvin as much as I do God and to say these are his tulip as it were you know the total depravity yeah. through the uh, 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 yeah, perseverance right. and and protection of the saints yeah, I, I turned someone onto the canons of Dort, one of my Facebook friends from Africa. Yeah, and, and talking with people around the world, it, it's interesting because the phone is ringing at all hours of the day, even while I'm sleeping. <laughs> the phone is ringing, and I have to pray about these calls, you know, because I go to their their profile page, and then I can see a pretty good activity of what they're up to, you know. And they may claim to be Christians, but they have so much paganism and so yeah. much false beliefs going going on. And any support of them would would just encourage the youth that they're working with to to be like themselves. So I, I right. can't be part. Of, I can't be part of that. But I right. have found some. I have found some that are tracking with me with, with the sovereign grace of God rather than the free will of man. And yeah, so that's, it's, a, that's, it's, a, it's very much a re, it's a very small remnant. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very small yeah. remnant. Yeah. Now I, I found the yeah. I found the scriptures that you were talking. You're talking about the seventh chapter of Amos, um, oh, okay. verse seven and eight. Uh, Thus he showed me, and behold, the Lord stood upon a wall made by a plumb line with a plumb line in his hand, and the Lord oh. said unto me, Amos, what seest thou? And I mm. said, a, a plumb line. Then said the Lord, Behold, I will set a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will mm. not again pass by them anymore. So, yeah. yeah. In other words, Christ is the plumb line because he's the yes. perfection. He's the standard. And, and there's nobody that can approach it, come anywhere near it. And so we must have that imputed righteousness. Uh, otherwise, we, we're lost. So, so the, otherwise, you, you won't yeah. appreciate that. If it isn't yeah, you, of Christ, if you're an Armenian, yeah, you're, you're not going to yeah. come to that understanding. Not I at all. None of us yeah. ever did uh, no, as Armenians. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah, and and they also believe that when they accept Christ in their in their terminology of accepting Christ, they then put their name down in the Lamb's Book of Life. 
You know, yeah. how, how, how bold is that? That's like well, it's, it's saying, arrogance. It, it's actually it, it really, insolence and arrogance. It, it, it really is. And, you know, in Revelation, it says all liars have their part in the lake of fire. You know, and, and they're not even aware that they're lying to God when God says, I will choose to have mercy upon whom I will have mercy, and I will harden whom I will harden. They don't accept that. They don't accept That's right. that at all. They're like they're, under, they're yeah. undermining God, and isn't that what Lucifer did or attempted to do? Exactly, he said, "I will be as the Most High." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I will be a child of God. I will be adopted into the family of God by my decision. Oh, they're they're not get, they're not getting in, plain and simple, plain and simple. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's 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 awesome. It really is. And you know, the promise is that if you take what you do understand, like he that has will be given more. If you take what you do understand of God's word, more understanding, more wisdom, more knowledge will be added to you. As you're faithful to the little, he'll make you faithful in much. And it's just a wonderful thing. But you, you have to pray that God will reduce you to nothing so that you can then understand that it's his infilling of you that will make you a good tree, which otherwise you stay a bad tree. Brother, that's been, why it's yeah. so hard to deal with a free a free willer. Only God can, as He did yes. with us, because yes. it's yes. easier for us to probably, with your experience with dealing with with uh, foreign people that that have no understanding of God, even in an Arminian sense. Actually, that Arminian uh, groundwork that's been laid is actually an, a, a, a hindrance to yes. like yes. you're playing clean slate. Yeah. I've noticed it's easier to talk to an outright heathen more than it is to talk with an Arminian. And yet we were all Arminians, but God had mercy on us and took us out of that. Amen. You're right on, Christopher. Mm. You're right right on with your comment. I've had that same thought, Mm. brother. In fact, Mm. when when Chris was talking, I was thinking about, you know, in, in Acts it said, Remember the disciples were trying to uh, bring the gospel to the Jews, and they were they were rejecting it. And so they said, "Okay, you don't want to hear the." Go- I'm paraphrasing. You don't mm. want to hear the gospel. Okay, we turn to the Gentiles. That's kind right. of been my attitude. Here in the United States, people don't want to hear the gospel. Well, I'll turn to other countries. Okay, sure. well, you're right. Yeah. They think they already have it, and how dare yeah. you? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the, the, like the Bible Belt in the United States, it, it, they're the most ignorant of people, the, those people who adopt a false gospel. Yeah. And yet, and yet they claim that they are the ones who really know, you know. Okay, let's look at another point here. It says, uh, another paragraph, one then will ask, what is the purpose of the gospel? It separates the chaff from the wheat. It serves to save the elect. And then the verse says, he called you by our gospel. So we have to hear it. Like Paul says, how can they believe on him whom they've not heard? And how can they hear unless there be a preacher? And how can they preach unless they're sent? You see, they're sent by God. And and God is their teacher. And he equips them to speak his word faithfully, to, to preach the true gospel of sovereign grace. Now, there's another point of the gospel. You remember the verse that says, my word doesn't return void, but it does that which I purpose to accomplish. When the, when the word goes out to somebody, it does one of two things. 
they either respond favorably to it as God opens their heart to receive it, or they gnash their teeth and reject it. And it's going to happen one way or the other. Those that reject it are, are building up more punishment and condemnation against themselves in the day of judgment. And those that receive it are going to be joyful. So that's why we do it. We preach and we don't weary in well-doing, even though we know most of the people we talk to aren't receiving it. Right. But they may, they may receive it from someone else because we might plant the seed that others may water. Yeah, so so yeah. We, always, you know, we always have to be joyful and full of hope that our spoken word is going to do something. It doesn't return void. It's, it's not just in vain that we speak. This is so exciting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it's real. You're, you're speaking it, yeah, reality, yeah. It is. It is, yeah. So, um, okay, it serves to call the elect, okay, and, and it condemns the natural carnal man of sin because they believe not on me. See, that, that's, that's the sin now for man is to reject Christ because then he, he, he rejects the very one who can wash away all of his sins. Praise the Lord. Yeah, but Mark, he, he was he was also set up this way by God as a reprobate from before yeah. he was ever born. I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah, talking double yeah. predestination, but some people would view it as that. But that's not a good biblical term. Well, speaking of those who are who are ordained to wrath is how the right, Bible puts it. Right, but here's the thing. Here's the thing we got to be careful of when we speak to somebody about the gospel, and they just you know, like Jesus said, don't give your bread to dogs or pearls to swine lest they turn and rend you. So if somebody gets really violent and they reject and spit and, and curse and everything, that doesn't mean they're reprobate. Because right. they, have, they, they, have, yeah, they have a life to live be, to, before you know that. And, that's, a, that's a really yeah. good point. I, I knew a gal that mm. uh, used to be really reformed, very strong in, in these, these doctrines and and she would try to, she'd try to, you know, talk to a neighbor, or she might be having lunch with someone. And if somebody got really upset, she <laughs> and I told her, I told she's gone now. But I told her, don't do that. But anyway, she would get, she would kind of get the flesh, and she, she had a, a favorite saying, a favorite slogan. She would say to these people, "You're," and she was high German, okay, and uh-huh. she would say, she would say. You're your father, the devil. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And that that really, yeah. you know, that's not going to do any anything other no. than just cause them to get that much more wrathful, right? Sure, sure. And that prejudges them, which we're we're told not to do. Yeah. You know, it says, right. "Judge no man's servant for his own master will either stand." You know. Yeah, so, like you said, they have a lifetime ahead. So, like you said, we 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 right. may put plant a seed, but someone else. Ten years hence can water yeah. that. Yeah, that's bring right. Fruition. Amen. That's right. So, Mark, you got any thoughts? Keep going. Okay. So, <laughs> so the proclamation of the gospel is a savor of life to those that hear, that are given to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God, and a savor of death to those that are without. And God has already determined who is who's who. You know. And so we don't have to get excited or we don't have to get angry. All we're doing is proclaiming a message, 
The gospel is just a proclamation of what God has done in the person and work of his son, Jesus Christ. And the good news of that is that not the whole human race has to go to hell, which it fully deserves to go to go there. So the good news is that God has chosen to save some out of that condition. Now, that's how we need to preach to people, because church people are going to look at you and say, I never heard that before. <laughs> and and to some of them, they will listen and they will want to hear more, like in the book of Acts. You know, we'll hear more yeah. of this yeah. next, next Sabbath, you know. So, um, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, that's right. We all all do deserve the wrath of God, and it's a a miracle that even one or two get saved. Exactly, exactly. Out of the sin-cursed earth, because we all deserve to go to hell. That's right, that's right. And then there's a beautiful verse that says, remember that pit from whence you were hewn. You remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful, because we, we need to look back at times on how the Lord delivered us and what he delivered us from. Right. You know, because if we really think hard enough, and maybe we don't have to think so hard, we were just blind to anything spiritual. I never read the Bible until I was 36 years old. Right. I'd heard heard about it. I knew it was out there, but I just never read it. And then just little by little, God directed my thoughts to want to read it and to consider it. And at first I read it as literature, perhaps, but as as I finished reading it, I was convicted I could not go around it, that this would occupy my thoughts for the rest of my life. And, that and half, that, your life that, ago, Kev, half your life ago. Yeah, uh, well, what was the question? Well, you said 36, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1979, uh, I think it was, that I read it. And I read I think, it. I think, I think Christopher and myself and yourself, we were mm. all about the same age. I was 37. And how old were you, Christopher? Yeah, I was right around 37, 36, yeah, 37. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I did hold to an Arminian gospel in my 20s and 30s, or early yeah. 30s, and then I uh, okay. escaped. escaped. God made a way of escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was so much Christian, so-called Christian, in in parentheses, activity in Hollywood with the flower children. You remember that? Oh, yeah. And and I was fascinated with this. And and I looked at it, but I was careful not to get into it. But I considered it. And the first book I read about Jesus was Ellen G. White's little paperback called the desire of the ages. Yeah. And that's a, that's a scripture uh, uh, verse. Christ is referred to as the desire of the ages. But in that book, she wrote about Jesus from the Gospels. And it, it was just all a practical lesson. And, and I didn't read any more of her except that one little booklet. But that gave me such an interest in Jesus that I wanted to read the Bible and see those red letters for myself. You know, right? right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, that this... kind of goes back to your study there, where you 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 list that, and I love that. I love that passage that you listed in John six forty five. All that are taught of God have learned of me, shall come to me. Yes, you know? yes, yes. That that is beautiful. Yeah, 
because we're we're taught by God just by directing our thoughts and our hearts to consider Jesus before we even really come to Him. Right. You know, and and so we 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 amass an understanding of God's word, mainly the condemnation of our soul because of sin that we can't escape. It, it's it's inevitable that it's like a train coming down the tracks it's it's gonna hit you if you're in the tracks and so you have to ask god to take you into the kingdom of god and it, we're translated into the kingdom of god we can't just walk in ourselves he, he has to put us in the kingdom of god and i just asked him i remember asking i said lord don't leave me a citizen of this world uh, you know in this kingdom because this Amen. kingdom is this kingdom is under the wrath of god it's just waiting to go to hell you know, right. he shows he shows us the wickedness of this world as yeah. he as yeah. he gets us ready for 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 uh, salvation. I, I believe that he did with yeah. me. He, yeah, I, yeah. I just it's counterintuitive to be to uh, for a Christian to really want to be part. We we are not mm-hmm. of uh, well, we're in this world, but we're it's true. We don't want to be of this world or counted of this world because right, of the wickedness right. that God shows allows us to see. Sure, That's a, yeah. a pre- preemption of of of, of salvation, yeah. I believe, to the ones he's he works yeah. with and, and loves yeah. and ultimately died for. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and when we when we do come to Christ, it's not like the, the uh, Arminian says, "Well, Jesus will answer your prayers; he'll he'll give you a good life." You know, we we don't have those thoughts in our mind when we come to Christ. Yeah, we're that, so, that never so, really you know. held water, did it? That a wonderful <laughs> plan for your life stuff. You know? You're right. Yeah, I'm not coming to Jesus for something I can get out of Him, except the forgiveness of my sins. Yeah, primarily, that, that's the first reason I come to Him. You know, and then we right. realize that our whole life is going to be given to us by His good will and pleasure, and so our life is hid in Christ and in God. It's just a wonderful well, thing. It, yeah. It's hid away from this earth, this wor- current world. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We have yeah. a. We have a. Uh, a mal view of we 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 gain a mal view of this this earth in the world and, and most people in it we don't we don't want to play anymore. Yes. Now now you remember when uh, Jesus asked his disciples, uh, "Who do you say that I am?" And Peter said, "Thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God." And then Jesus said to him, "No flesh and blood has shown you that, Peter, but my Father in heaven." And and that's how we see Jesus. We were taught by God, our Father in heaven. And that's how we know Christ, just as Peter knew him. You know, but the unsaved world, they can't know Christ until they're illuminated. They have to be brought to the knowledge of him. And boy, when, when the Holy Spirit starts teaching you and taking all that is of Christ and revealing it unto you, you're, you're, you're just, you're filled and and there's even more filling every day as mercies are new every morning and we learn more and more and more it, it's um yeah it's, yeah i was going to tell you kevin i got three or four people now that have sent me you know messages saying they want to have fellowship with me like you're saying and they they, they seem more interested in actually talking about these doctrines so i'm just kind of over, i'm kind of overwhelmed with as you can imagine, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I know. So, I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah so, so I may, I may uh, share 
uh, some of those with yourself or Mark or Christopher. Uh, That's funny. Well, yeah. Yeah, because I can't, you know, I, I, I can't deal with, with all of these requests. And I've tried I, to I be know. honest with I've tried to be honest with these people. You know, I'm I'm only one person. I did just okay. I just went on Facebook and let them know that we're alive and they're welcome to join us now. So yeah, maybe some of them will join us here. So that's that's very good. And I'm burdened by it too because my feeling is if they don't get it right, perhaps from us, there may not be anyone that they would be in contact with to listen to to learn. Yeah, we I mean, may be the very instrument that God has sent them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I, well, that that because we're a scant yeah. remnant, we really are, and we're, we're not we're not the only ones with this, but it is it is relatively right. scant yes, population wise. Yes, yes, and, and we can refer them to other ministries that are preaching the truth, and, and that would be good too. Right. So, yeah, we just have to pray that the Lord will use us in this. Yeah. It, it if people knew, if, if people knew that every word in the Bible is God breathed and is just as valuable mm-hmm. as any of their pet verses yes, that the yeah. preacher spews out continually, For then sure. they would circumvent the whole book. Yeah, preferably exactly. the King the King James version, you know, only the King James version, and they would mm-hmm. come to. Uh, I believe God would give them greater understanding. Sure, but you know the condition. Yeah, yeah. Because the a doctrine, a teaching of, of a principle in the scriptures is not taught in just one verse. There are many verses that support it and that clarify it. And, well, and well, just, it makes you think of how many people will just spew John 3.16 only. That's right, for sure. That's the yeah. point, you know, and that based that's on right. that, that's, a, that's, a, that's sort of a microcosm of, of what I'm right. speaking on. And, and it's so limited it right. was, you know, that it's sad because the book right, is right. all meat. Sure, it's sure. all equal. Yeah, it's wonderful. Every bird's equal with their with their pet yeah. versus yeah. what yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Doctor Dwayne Spencer. And of course, we can leave the doctor off <laughs> if, we, if we want to. I just I just leave it on because it identifies him. But he preaches on family radio in in, in the morning at eight o'clock, and he's he's wonderful. And it, it, it used to be the Word of Grace ministry that was on the radio in the 70s. I don't know if you, any of you remember it. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. I used to listen to him and learn a lot from him. But uh, he's he's still on, and he's very good. I would encourage anybody to listen to him because he does a word study. He'll take one word, and he'll develop it as it shows in the Scriptures, how it explains itself. Yeah, he's very good. He's at 845. Right after uh, renewing your mind. That's that's right with with R. C. Sproul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, just, okay. Just so passed, Jesus just passed away. Yeah, that's right. Sproul. So Jesus says, "All that the Father gives to me shall come to me." That, that word "shall" is a certainty. It's going to happen. And of course, who does the Father give to the Son? The ones He chose. The ones He placed in Christ before the foundation of the world. Those are the ones Jesus died for. He, he died that's, to save them, and he actually saved them 2,000 years ago. So that, that's, that's right. Something. Yeah, That's, that's the something. elect, the bride, the bride of Christ. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's beautiful, yeah. So people say, well, you don't know who they are. Well, we don't have to know who they are. You see, that's another thing. They throw questions and statements at us that are completely irrelevant to the issue. 
All we have to know is that God has a particular remnant he chose to save out of fallen humanity. That's all. You know. And so people don't get frustrated and say, gee, if it's such a remnant, I'm probably not ca- counted into it. But the fact is, John saw on Patmos in Revelation a number mm-hmm. that no man could count. And that was God's elect all through the generations. Yeah, that's right. And it's a large number. It can't even be counted. But in it terms is. of... So- we right. can be we can be in there. Sure, it's possible because all things are possible with yeah. God. That's very good. That's good because when they asked Jesus who can be saved, Jesus said, "With man, it is impossible. Yeah. But with God, with God, all things are possible." In other words, God yeah. is going to save some people. So, in terms of all of humanity, that number that John saw in Revelation is really a little flock. A, 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 a small, lot. It was a yeah. lot. It, well, it, it was a lot, but compared to all of humanity, it was very small. And, oh, and, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how we look at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so not to discourage anybody that, oh, gee, it's so small, I, I could never oh, be accountable. No, that, that's that. no, good. no, it's big enough for everybody that uh, yeah, that's, God that's has good, decided. Yeah, that's a good point. So uh, let's see. So all that are taught and have learned of the Father shall come to me. So let's look down at uh, James 2.20. God declares, but wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Uh, we, t- we talked about that before. But man's faith cannot and will not be expressed in a saving way unless he is born again or born from above. And the, the free willers, they credit man with having a measure of faith because they take that verse in Romans that God has given a measure of faith to every man. They take it to mean that they themselves have a measure of faith and they can exercise it whenever they want to. They can trust in things of the earth. They might as well trust in Jesus. It doesn't work that way. That faith that you, that, that natural trusting that you have will never save you. It has to be that gift that's given to God's elect In Titus, it says the faith of God's elect. And that's what they need to deal with. They need to deal with those words, elect, foreknown, predestined, called, ordained, chosen, sanctified. They got to deal with those words. They all mean the same thing. They're all They're in in the Bible, yet the preacher never expounds on those. No, no. no, Because he can't. they, They limit themselves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which is sad. It, it really is. It really is. They go to seminary and they're they're taught even they're made worse than they are when they enter the seminary in a lot of yeah. cases. Yeah, they really are. It, it, someone called it group think. They're made to think all the same when they when they go into these higher institutions of knowledge. Oh my lord! People used to say to me, "Well, have you been to seminary?" No, 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 I haven't. I never thought to go because I knew God was my teacher, and who could teach me better than the Holy Spirit? Amen. That was, that well, that's, was, why, that's why I, that's why I, I call them cemeteries. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because right. it seems like right. by the, when they first start, uh, I've met a lot of young, you know, young people that have gone to seminary, and when they first start, uh, they really don't have a clue. But the longer mm-hmm. they're, the longer they're there, the more confused they get. And then by the time they get out, they don't know where they're at. Exactly. Sadly. 
except that they're looking with, for a package deal, deal to pastor a church somewhere. Right. And then right. they're hirelings. They're made hirelings. That's what they are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Filthy lucre. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. I'm reminded of that scripture about the Pharisees, you know, woe unto you, you, you'll travel over land and sea to make a convert, and when he is made, you'll make him twofold more of a child of Satan than you are yourself. Sure. Or something uh, yeah. that. no, Good that's, point. Good point. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's what they do. Okay, so the natural carnal man, that's uh, another line that we can look at, is not mm-hmm. subject to the law of God. Indeed, neither can he be. That's Romans 8, 7. He's not subject to the law of God because his heart is so desperately wicked, he's an enemy of God's. So he's not subject to the law of God. But the, the, the key of that verse is, neither indeed can he be. He can't be. So don't right. talk to me right. about him being able to get right with God if he so chooses. Right. He, he can't. It's an impossibility, but but he doesn't accept that. See, and and that verse in Jeremiah, I just read it this morning about the Ethiopian can't change his skin and the leopard can't change his spots. And God says to Israel, "How can you, who are so practiced to be evil, do good?" It was an impossibility for them to do good. It was just as impossible for them to do good as it is for the Ethiopian to make himself white, or the leopard to change his spots. We have to let God, and that's a, a verse there for total inability, total depravity. Uh-huh. And, I, and I had a talk with someone the other day about total depravity. I said, well, the, the word total depravity would mean on the surface that you're as bad as you could possibly be. be. Yeah. You could, totally as bad as you could possibly be. Well, very few of us are like that. The, the, those that are, we read in the news. <laughs> yeah. You know, some some are far worse than others. But most of us are not totally depraved. In fact, we check ourselves simply because we don't want to get arrested or well, actually actually no one is absolutely depraved because if that was the case mm-hmm. there would there would be no elect. So the yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the height of depravity. But but all right. men are, and women are totally depraved, which is just a tinge less than absolute. It's like ninety yeah, on the hundred scale. Yeah, okay, that's good. According to yeah. Doctor Murray, the T is really total inability. Well, well, that's that good. Too, yeah, because that too, all, yeah. all that all that means is it's impossible for a man to get right with God. He, he just can't do it. He, he doesn't have the capacity. For it. Yeah. He, he, that, that's why when Adam sinned and went into hiding, he didn't have the capacity to come out and face his creator. He right. couldn't do it. He was in hiding. God had to come to him. And that's how it is with us. We're all born in the condition of Adam and Eve. We're hiding from God. And unless he comes to us and reveals his divine nature and the condition we're in, and changes our hearts so that we would be caused to come to him. There's no hope. We we stay in darkness. We stay in hiding. And you can yeah, be I hear all that. I, I heard a message entitled "Let God Love You." <laughs> oh, Lloyd Ogilvy. Lloyd Ogilvy. Yeah. 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 And I just thought, you know, how can someone who is dead? How can someone who's dead in their trespasses and sin? 
That's right. Let God love them. Gary, our other other brother from Sunday morning, makes fun of the way he says that. Let God love you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was... Pastor Lloyd Ogilvie, he was the pastor of the Presby- uh, Hollywood Presbyterian Church in the yeah. 70s. And I he was used to also a chaplain. He was also yes. a chaplain for a number of years. That, that's right, yeah. yeah and, and the, these, these, these people are, are the giants in the Christian community, you know, so-called. Yeah. And the people think as if they have power with God? No yes. one has power with God. God no, is no. all-powerful. We are right. not. Right. Well, you know, it talked it talked about uh uh God changing uh Jacob's name to Israel, meaning mm-hmm. that he would he would have power with God and with men. In, in other words, Israel had the the commonwealth and the fellowship with with God and could go directly to him. You know, that we have power with God in a sense. We, well, yeah, we that's pray. after. That's yeah. after. That's when you're in a saved, can truly saved condition. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. 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 And boy, we sure regard that differently than the Pentecostals do, don't we? <laughs> oh yeah, they they, 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 they name it and claim it. They, they go right to the throne room of grace and tell God what he what he's going to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So stupid. There's that er- free will arrogance and free will insolence again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Wow. So, so God has foreordained the salvation before the foundation of the world, and this is His plan. His plan is clearly laid out in the Scriptures, and that's why in Revelation it says, if anyone adds to this or takes from it, the plagues of this book will befall him. In other words, he goes to the lake of fire. Now, why why don't we add and subtract? Because the Holy Spirit teaches us not to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Praise the Lord. Well, God's so word is perfect and, and and sharper than any two-edged sword. Yeah, piercing yeah. to the marrow. We yeah. can't we can't mess around with God's word. Exactly. It, it's just we don't want to. Well, you can't right. pick something perfect. You can only imperfect it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And and at the sake of your soul. Well, I I thank God for this program, and I thank God for those that are listening and to those that we can share this with. Lord willing, I got somebody in the Philippines I'm going to send this to. And God willing, we'll, we'll have an outreach to the world. It's it's very exciting to see what God will do. Well, Larry, yeah. I would I would encourage you to uh, disperse. You know, you know it's like uh Jethro said to Moses, you'll surely wear away if you sit here and try to judge two million Hebrews, you know, or Israelites. Very good point, Larry. Very good point. (laughs) Well, I really appreciate that word, Christopher, because that's going to really relieve me a lot. So this is our job. I mean, not a job, but it's we we enjoy it too. I mean, yeah, part, yeah. we love to talk about the Lord, and sure, if we can sure. help help in the ministry, absolutely. Yeah, you would be at fault to not uh, spread spread this around. You can't you can't handle all this. Exactly. I've got a question for Kevin uh, and you also, Christopher. Uh, maybe Mark as well. I'm trying to figure out the best way to 
send this information of these requests out. Is it is email the best format or messenger? Yeah, yeah it's okay. And, yeah, email's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Email. Well, if you start getting a lot of emails, you know, just remember we had this conversation, okay? Oh, I know, no, we yeah. won't hold it against you. We we would. This is our. I think it's sort of our mission. Okay. It's a yeah. Different. Yeah. You know, right. I think I think God would 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 want this. I, I don't know. What do right. you think? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we I pray that, so. that His people would would contact us. That's what. what we need we need that intervention of God bringing his people to us because the whole world will come to us. In fact, they come to me, and they're all asking for help and money, and they're telling me that Larry gave my, my name to them <laughs> because I'm going to support them. <laughs> yeah, and I, all, I put a – and I, you saw the message I put. I, I did. I thank you for that. I, I made thank sure you. that I put a disclaimer on there because I said, look yeah. – you know, I understand that a lot of people that come on Facebook, you know, ask for money, and a lot of them are very needy. I yes, don't, yeah. I don't unfriend people when they ask for money. I just explain right. to them I don't have any for them. In other words, I explain right. to them my own, my own financial. And you know, by and large, everyone has respected me when I respond that way, and the okay. relationship, yeah. the relationship starts building from there. And so, what I did was. With uh, brother Kevin, I I even put it on his Facebook. Look, all of you mm-hmm. folks who I'm referring to Kevin, don't start going to this man and begging him for money. Yeah, I made it very clear that, that yeah. if you have interest in the doctrines of grace, contact yes. my brother. Okay. So. Okay, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's good. Bro- brothers, what is the verse that says, "Come and come and buy the gospel without money"? Something to that right. effect. Right. Mm. That would be a good uh, retort, I think. Right. If we can get to that verse uh, 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 sometime in our own doing, I'm gonna right. look that up because that's a good. I think that might help because uh, that would. Uh, I think the gospel is what everyone needs, not money or handouts. Right. That's, right. That's Reminds me of the apostles when, when they, I think it was healed, but either the blind man or the lame man, they said, you know, silver and gold have I not, but what I have right. I give to you. You know? Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, that's yeah good. that was Peter and John in the beginning of Acts. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, look at the last one here. Uh, consider Ephesians 1.4, when it says the word should there, that, that they should be holy and without blame before him in love. That's not meant in an imperative sense. It's not meant that it's something we should do, but it has a declarative meaning. And if Ed was on, he could make it real clear to us, I'm sure. But God is declaring that his people, those he chose in Christ, are going to be holy and without blame before him in love. And, and how is that? Not because they should try to be like that, but because he's going to make them like that. And that's the imputed righteousness of Christ. We are seen perfect, without blemish, without wrinkle, and we're wholly acceptable to him. It has a meaning as in Acts 14, uh, 22, 14. Oh, yeah, okay, I know that verse. Or no, I don't. Does someone look up Acts twenty two fourteen? Let's see what that says. Uh, yeah. Now there's a verse in Acts where it says, um, 
God added to the church daily such as should be saved. That, that should there is the same meaning. That, that That's those at the that end God, of the chapter. You want you want twenty two fourteen? Yeah, yeah. How does that read? That, that, that reads, and he said, "The God of our fathers hath chosen thee that thou shouldest know His will and see that just one." Okay, perfect. See that word should should shouldest shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. Okay, perfect. Yeah, see the word should is there, but it's because God has determined that it shall be that that it should happen. The should is shall be his witness. Yes, yes. Okay, that's good. Unto all men that thou hast seen and heard. Thus God brings all of his sons to glory, not one being lost. We see, and we see this with the shepherd finding the lost sheep and putting it on his shoulders and carrying it home. Salvation is all of grace. It's unmerited favor. And unmerited means you do nothing to get it. It was conferred upon you. You weren't even looking for it. You didn't even ask for it. It was determined for you by God before the foundation of the world. That's grace. That's how we need to see grace. The Arminian sees grace at the cross. They, they see that Jesus died, and, and in their mind, it was for everybody, and that's grace as far as they're concerned. They can't go back any further, but we go right to the source of grace, and that's before the foundation of the world in choosing the election. Praise the Lord. And that pretty much wraps up what I would have to say on, on these two pages. Uh, the the last verse being from beginning to end, it's all to the praise of his glory. Christ is the author and the finisher of our faith. He gave us the faith. He's going to sustain the faith, and we're going to glory by that faith given to us. Praise the Lord. Yeah, we're actually just unwitting recipients, and we didn't lift a finger. We didn't yeah. do anything. Absolutely, absolutely. We received it freely, but, but we didn't do anything or say anything or no. make some kind of uh, sinner's prayer uh, declaration that is not in the Bible. That's right. That's right. See, we, we were dead in our trespasses and sins. We were actively serving Satan, loving him, walking hand in hand with him day in and day out. That was our life when That's God true. chose to turn us. He turned us, and because he turned us, we turned to him. Because he showed his love to us, and therefore we love him. Praise the Lord. That's we were. Him. I was thinking yeah. that we were right in the middle of sin endeavoring right yeah. there yeah. when yeah. He, came, he came to us and exactly. uh, changed exactly. this. Yeah. In our I mean, the prodigal, the prodigal son, he's in the pig pen of life. He's as low yeah. as he can get. And then it says he came to himself. Oh, I love that. He was given the grace to understand that his father's servants were living better than he was and that he could go home. Oh, praise the Lord. The the Lord showed us this, and that's why we ran to Jesus. We didn't just come and say, okay, you know, if you're going to help me out here, help me out there, you know. (laughs) No, we needed him for our life. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. Okay. So, Mark, what do you got? You must have something. Oh, I was thinking of the one. What's the the scripture that the the pagans love and that them first, even and even the pagans do that. But 
That's the world's concept of if somebody see. Yeah. There's a verse in the Old Testament, either in the Proverbs or somewhere. It says, it says go ahead. But, uh, but Christ, we love Christ because he first loved us, which is totally different from the world's concept of love. Right, it right. has a concept of, oh, if you love me, then I will love you in return. But Jesus said, I'm going to love you and and sure, sure. Well, yeah. Hey, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. But if you stop scratching my back, I'm not scratching your back. Right. <laughs> yeah. See that? That's a conditional love. See, we yeah. don't have yeah. we don't have that kind of love. We and we have a love of God. love of Christ, even yeah. when we, in our imperfection, walk away and stop loving Christ. He yeah. still loves his own. And he will bring us back. Yes, yeah, it's wonderful. wonderful. While we were while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Right. That's right. That's right. And I like what you said earlier, uh, Kevin, referring to, and that's what got me when I when the Lord started revealing to me in in, in Romans nine, the mm. children being not yet born, not mm. having done any good or evil. That the, that the purpose of God, according to election, might stand. Jacob, have I loved you? So have I hated. Sure. You know, yeah, that, and, that's just, yeah. Because I, as I looked at that, I read that about five or six times, and I said, "Wait a minute! These two people, these two individuals, are in in their mother's womb. They haven't done any good or evil. They're not born yet. Right. And God's already made the decision. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yes." And, and he said to Rebecca, he said, there are two nations in your womb. And, right. and the nations the nations are all the people of Jacob and all the people of Esau, the elect right. and the non-elect of the whole world. And that right. was, that's the before yeah. time began. Yes, yes. It's just wonderful. I just thank God for being able to share these things and, and with those who are like-minded that can join us and you know well we've had we've had a good group tonight uh i want to thank everybody that's come on board uh guest seven i want to thank canada i want to thank i want to i want to thank the three californians is that the correct way of saying it californian yeah that's good. <laughs> and yeah. also i want to thank central minnesota and you know, and that's not to say all the other people mm-hmm. that hear us on sermon audio all over the world, as well as Facebook now all over the world, and mm-hmm. now on YouTube. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I will make sure that I I work diligently to try to distribute these requests out. It's it's going to become I I can see it's going to becoming a full time ministry, brothers. So. But anyway, you guys keep me in your prayers, and uh, that God, we know God does all things well. Yes, amen. That's good. All right. With that, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, say good night. Does anyone have any final comments before we uh, we close shop? I guess that's the wrong way of saying it. Shop. Well, I appreciate everybody's comments tonight. They've all been very, very edifying.
thank you all and uh, love you all and you all have a good evening. Okay, God, God bless you, Larry. Larry. May God, God bless you all. God bless Chris and Mark. Good, good, bless. good night. Good, good night, night, Mark, Larry, and Kevin. Good night. Brother. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.